Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. All right. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for being here. Today, we have a special guest, and Heather is not here. I know people really like to have Heather, but we have somebody else, a good friend of mine, Devin Klein. What is your official title at your company, Devin? The mysterious co-founder and visionary. For Burn Bootcamp. That's right. For those of you out in the world, I'm sure many of you know of Burn Bootcamp because my understanding is it's everywhere in the world. So yeah, Devin and I were introduced by a mutual friend, business guy, who thought that we could help one another out. Devin can help me business-wise, and I could maybe help Devin and his company with some NVC wisdom. So that's how we became friends, I guess, maybe about a half a year or so ago. I've lost track now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was about yeah. a half a year ago. Yeah. And it's been great so far. You know, I've always believed in NBC since I read the book and I was just always searching for the steward of it because the founder is no longer with us. And you were like everywhere I could look after we were introduced by a mutual friend. It was like Dr. Bigby was the resident expert on... <laughs> Dr. Marshall Rosenberg's work. So yeah, now MVC is fully baked in our organization, had like a seed planted before we met. And then you helped me really grow that seed into a big giant thick tree trunk of belief in MVC. And now my team and my VP of culture, they're all connected in with you and we keep it going. And we've really grown the business, both the culture and you know the revenue. There's an ROI to be had there as well. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. So I'm curious when you say that it's fully baked, what does that look like? <laughs> you know, because a lot of yeah. people like what I find talking with business folks, like it takes time to incorporate NVC. It takes a little bit of time and dedication. And yeah, that return on investment, like I don't have the time for that. So I'm just curious, how does it show up for you in your company? Well, I think it's one thing to understand NVC, but it's another thing then to implement it. And when you implement it, you start to see those relationships grow almost immediately. And so for me, what it was was understanding observations, needs, feelings, requests, but also understanding what those things aren't, right? Judgment is not observation. Strategy mm -hmm. is not needs. Thoughts aren't feelings and demands aren't requests. And so as soon as you understand it, that's step one, but then implementing it is step two. And so I think once you start implementing it is when it's fully baked. That means there's buy-in. That means people understand that this is a tool that can make your relationships around you better. And when our relationships around us are better, our company's better because we don't build businesses. We build people and the people build the businesses. And yeah. so that's the perspective that we had to take in order to even open the door to NVC in the first place. And then, you know, how it works with like dads and moms versus aunties and uncles. Morgan and Devin can say NVC all day long, but then as soon as Aunt Dr. B comes in and starts talking about it, everybody's ears perk up. And so we're giraffing, we're jekylling. Um, You know, I've what I have found though, is people don't universally like to use those two metaphors. We got to find some better words for it, I think, in the business world. So I guess not fully baked, but it's to the point where it's baking and we're looking forward to seeing this year the fruits of our relationships growing. Yeah. So I'm hearing maybe that there's a awareness of the general components and there's a beginning to kind of hold one another accountable or just have awareness in your meetings or keeping it observational, just at least at that level. And that maybe some of the terminology doesn't translate so well to businesses because it maybe sounds too cutesy or something like that. Yeah. I like it. I think it is cutesy on purpose because it helps you to know when you're speaking in alignment with your needs and your feelings and your thoughts and requests versus when you aren't. 
And so instead of saying giraffe versus Jekyll, or I know that even evolved into wolf at some point, when it's Jekyll language, we just do this. It's almost like get your head right rather than. (laughs) I like that. It seems like it goes very much in alignment with your business anyways, right? I could see that in a gym situation, like get your head right. And also just for people that are maybe tuning in and have no idea what we're talking about, jackal and giraffe, and feel free to fill in with me. So it's kind of like the symbols that you see and hear a lot in NVC. Jackal is really when you're doing blaming kinds of things, either inwards to yourself or outwards towards another person that's considered jackaling and giving empathy or just kind of switching over to what anybody is saying as a need, like what is the need that would be empathy or what's my need in a circumstance that would be self-empathy. That's considered being a giraffe because giraffes are tall. They have far vision. Apparently they're the land mammal with the largest heart. So NBC, as corny as it might sound, is heart-based language. That's what we're attempting here, even in a business circumstance. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I'm curious because the reason why we even got inspired to do this podcast together was you happened to text me out of the blue about a month or so ago about a situation that happened. And I thought, well, that would be really cool for you to share about that. And, you know, I didn't even hear too much about it other than the back and forth through our text. So I would love for you to share a little bit about that if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'd love to. So to set the stage for this, I think, have you ever heard in a business setting, you shouldn't be the smartest person in the room? Uh To me, okay, I can vibe with that. But what you should be is the best communicator in the room at all times, because empathy is the new way to build an empire. There's no longer the 1980s suit and tie vibe where it's like, if I got the suit on and I got the briefcase and I look the most important and drive the car and have the house, now all of a sudden I have power. And because I have power, that means I'm successful and people will love me. It's just that way of thinking is so archaic. And I mean, look at me, I'm in a sweatshirt and a ball cap. I love that. Like running one of the biggest fitness companies on the planet. And one of my fundamental maxims is be the best communicator in the room at all times. And NVC, nonviolent communication has really helped me to do that. And so now I feel just prepared when anybody wants to come at me or jackal me or come down on me or really make judgments on me about my character and who I am. I've learned that has nothing to do with me and Mm. it has everything to do with what's going on in the four walls of their head. And I empathize with that. Like I know what it's like to be down and out, to be so frustrated with yourself inwardly that that has to come out in a way, if you haven't learned the principles of NBC to communicate. And so to get into the story that we were talking about, I was so excited, by the way, I texted you because I was so excited. It was one of the times where it tested me because I'm pretty good at it now because I use it every day. But I was Mm -hmm. tested because not only did I get judged, I got judged on something really harshly that like in reality was completely false. And Mm -hmm. it was really a hard and fast judgment. And I could have went hard and fast right back, but I didn't. So I launched a podcast. It's called The Devin Klein Show. And somebody didn't like that. They said, hey, health and fitness boy, stick to health and fitness. Nobody wants to hear you talk about life. No one cares to hear your interest. All we want to do is hear from you is health and fitness. When you talk about business, when you talk about money, when you talk about work or your time management, you sound like a narcissist. You sound like a pompous asshole were the two words that they used. Uh, You sound like you're money hungry. You sound all these things that if you actually had my number and you actually had shaken my hand and you know who I am, like we know each other, you know that's not my driving trait. Uh Now, I believe that building a business and managing your time against your business and making money makes you more of what you already are, right? You're either an empathetic, compassionate person or you're a pompous 
asshole, right? And so making money just exaggerates that. And anybody who knows me knows that one of the, my fundamental goals in life is to make a lot and build a lot, but to impact the communities that we serve mm-hmm. and then give it all away, you know, before we leave the planet. And so, so can I slow you down and just yeah, yeah, go, a little bit, go, if that's okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you started this podcast and somebody gave you their opinion about it and had a lot of thoughts about you being money hungry and sounded like a pompous ass. And I think you're sharing that it's just not in alignment at all is how you know yourself, not at all. Mm-hmm. And that you were tested. It was a test. You stay in the game of like hearing needs of others pretty easily on the regular, but this was a moment that maybe it threw you for a second. I'm guessing. Yeah. It threw me to the point where like my heart rate immediately spiked up and Mm. like I immediately leaned in and wanted to react in a negative way. It's just natural. NVC is counterintuitive, right? Mm. We want to naturally just go back at somebody that comes at us because we want to defend ourselves. But I had to realize that this person is dealing with some stuff. And if I reacted in a negative way, I'm not helping them or helping me. It's a lose-lose. So instead of reacting, I listened to you and I said, it sounds like you're frustrated and I want to know what needs that you have that aren't being met. And that just opened up a dialogue that I wouldn't have had opened up otherwise without that really strategic question. And so that started us into a observations, needs, feelings, thoughts, conversation. And it was a beautiful conversation, to be honest with you. And didn't go how I expected it to go. It ended up being a win-win for both sides. Yeah. Just that little change of how you proceeded in that moment. Like I heard you say, you literally had a pulling forward. You wanted to react. You wanted to like say all these things back. Your heart was beating and stuff. And then you remembered, wait a second, there's something else happening here. If I can lean into that and just throwing out a possible feeling, I'm hearing maybe you're really frustrated and Maybe there's some needs going on here. I'm curious about what those are. Like just pivoting in that moment, you said it just opened up a whole different level of dialogue. And I'm guessing you ended with some kind of connection with the dude. Well, like you say in your book, My Link to Mildred, that dance floor was opened up, right? It was an invitation onto the dance floor. And if anybody hasn't read Dr. B's book, please read it because it's going to help you really understand this stuff. It's my go-to, forget what page it is, but I have it marked where it shows the dance floor graphic. Mm -hmm. And I read some words around it just whenever I need a reminder. And it's just that reminder that that question to me is like, will you come to the dance with me? Like, will you come and can we shuffle together and can we work out our problem in a way where by the end of it, you're not making demands of one another, but we both have a request of one another that we both can fulfill. And it's not going to take a lot of energy or effort away from what you're focused on. It's just one little request. Hey, can we pick up the phone and have a conversation next time you feel like your blood is boiling? Mm-hmm. And that was my request. Instead of firing off an email, my request was, Can we just talk? Can we get back on the dance floor? It would take me 30 minutes to really unpack everything that went on in between it. But we opened up the dance floor with the question, what needs do you have that aren't being met? And we ended with a request, a small one, insignificant, that we both could easily fulfill. Yeah, well, it sounded like a very doable, specific request. I mean, that's where we're going with NVC, that after you are on the dance floor and you kind of hear one another out, like, what can we do going forward that will 
help to meet my needs, help to meet your needs. That's what we want. And to pin it down. So you say it was an insignificant, but to me, it was specific. It was doable. It was positive what it is that we want one another to do rather than what we don't want, because that's kind of vague. So it kind of followed a lot of the criteria of, are you willing to try this out? So kudos to you, because that's not an easy thing. I mean, I think that's probably what you were trying to tell me too in your text to me. That was a moment that could have gone really south. And probably I'm guessing that you felt pretty proud to be in alignment with the values that you hold so much, which is connection. Back to the top of this, right? I want to always be the best communicator in the room. I cannot expect other people to even understand this process. I'm the leader in the process. There's always a leader and you're dancing with somebody. There's always somebody that's leading the steps and there's always somebody that's following. And to me, I always want to be the leader. And that's my role and responsibility. You know, we have 6,000 people in the organization now. Anytime I pick up my phone, there could be a problem. Anytime there's a problem, I could react negatively. And I'm proud of the discipline to be able to stick to the script because communication, there's art to it, but it's also a science it's yes. rooted in psychology. Yeah. I mean, it's totally a replicable thing. That's what you're saying. There is a script. There's a playbook here that people can follow. And one last thing I do want to mention before we end is this idea of you being the leader, because the more time that I do this with organizations or schools, like to me, that is the key thing. The person at the top really has to understand this and be dedicated to it. And you can't force it. Like, as you know, you can't force this upon the people underneath you, but it starts with the leader getting it and then modeling it, living it. And then hopefully other people are like, I want some of that. <laughs> you know, I want to show up like that. You're living it. And that's how you start to integrate it into your organization. But it really, really takes the person at the top having the vision of this is what I want for all of my people in my organization. I always say it's your business or whoever you're responsible for, your team, the people that are working on the project, your church group, whoever it is, at the end of the day, people want to come together and they want to have a leader that allows them to feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. And if that leader is focused on communication, it's to me one of the most unheroic skills out there. Not too many people are focused on their ability to communicate. And so thank you for helping and being a part of Burn in the way that you are and continuing to teach myself, Victoria, who's our VP of culture, who I know that you meet with on a regular basis, the NBC principles, because it is getting deep into our organization down to where our franchise partners that are new that we just signed last week are really learning about it and growing with it. That's great. Well, again, thank you for your time. I know you're a very busy fellow and I appreciate your time with us. And I'm sure that there are some business people out there in the world listening to this that really gained from hearing from you today. So thank you so much and we'll see you offline. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.